the remake remaking of Big Trouble in Little China. Now, yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem with the remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Um, I think all you have to do is get the rock and mm-hmm. nope. and everything will be A-OK. And you think nope. you, uh, differently. Hey. Yeah, the um, market's already oversaturated with the rock right now anyway. Um, and number two, um, certain movies are just too iconic to mess with. And that's one of them. You just can't um, just, I mean, that movie was already perfect. It, it, it doesn't need to be remade. I mean, I mean, what's wrong with it? it? It doesn't need to be remade for a new generation. They just have to get the DVD of the or a Blu-ray version of the um, original version, and that's that. I mean, what's 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 the point? I mean, the special effects, I think, were perfect enough. I love the movie. That's probably one of my favorite movies. But I mean, why would you even remake a, a, a classic? I mean, I guess they. I mean, they remade Ghostbusters, and that was terrible. So, I mean, why? It's, it's just one of those things where certain movies, like the original Ghostbusters, the way it was written, the way it played out, I mean, the special effects, though it weren't great because of limited technology, um, the fact was the story was just so good that you can overlook that. Even with um, Christopher Reeve version of Superman or Michael Keaton's Batman, technology wasn't all there. But because it was well written, because the actors were actually good actors, were able to pull off great performances. You fast forward to now, and you got, you know, remake of Ghostbusters. Um, they were not good actors. They, 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 the acting was very bad, and apparently it was looked like it was poorly. I mean, it, it was poorly written. And also, you look at. Um, Big Trouble in Little China, that was hands down a great movie. But then you're going to decide, okay, if we throw the rock in it, it's going to be great. He's not a great actor. I mean, anybody can memorize lines and say their parts, but there's certain nuances that those actors had back then that don't even exist in a lot of movies now. And I think that's what's missing. I really didn't have a problem with um, it, it, well I would say I'm not into all remakes because even this Pet Cemetery, I feel like to remake Pet Cemetery is somewhat sacred so I understand your point of view when it comes to certain movies because this is how I look at it right well Pet Cemetery is different like you pretty much know the cast you pretty much no, not the cast, excuse me, the characters. You pretty much know where the story is going to happen and where it's going to go. So to deviate from that, you know what I'm saying? That means to surprise the people who've already seen the original, it can go left real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then all that epic ending, 
you know, where you had the woman, her eyes pussing out or whatever. So, and he's kissing her and she had the blade and, you know, in her hand, you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the original Pet Cemetery. But, um, but yeah, you know, like you, you wonder about that because it's, it's kind of like straight, you know, like to the point, like the story pulls you into these moments. Now I noticed they change Pet Cemetery up a lot. You know, you don't have, you know, the, the, just the kid gauge. It's, it's two kids now. But he did change up some things to make the story more broad. So now I'm interested. Now, with Big Trouble in Little China, it's a little different. Like, it's so so out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go in many different directions. It, it, it's not like uh, you have to walk a, a straight and narrow course. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for the most part, for that time, you know, it, to me, I would put that on a level with, uh, you know, uh, uh, the last dragon, not the last dragon. Um, uh, what was it? Bruce Leroy was that last dragon? No, was that last dragon? Um, Bruce Leroy. Game of, um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the I last dragon. Oh, you put it on like that level? Yeah, I put it on that level. It's just that because you had situations Man. where, where, um. You know, I wouldn't say why well, I never. Well, I'll put it like this: not on the level as it's the same movie or the same rating, but I would say in the same, somewhat in the same category. Don't get me wrong; you're dealing with martial arts, and it was over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like Big Trouble in Little China is nowhere near like a serious, a movie to be taken seriously. You know, for the first part, you know what I'm saying? Like you had monsters. I mean, you had the introduction to Raiden. From Mortal Kombat, you know what I'm saying in this movie. Now the thing is, don't get me wrong, it was over the top, but it was awesome. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, with the right writer, the right director, I don't think you know you just get any any writer, any director, and throw the rock in it, and, and it is going to be success. No, 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 no. You're going to have to have somebody that's in that genre, like maybe the guy who did Thor, the uh, last Thor, Waititi, uh, I believe that's his last name. Um, but yeah, like somebody on that level that has fun in his movies and makes it good and interesting and action has action. I feel, you know, but I have good news for you because I know we I know the argument was basically if the played um Kurt Russell's character, Jack Burton. Now I can see the rock the rock doing that, you know what I'm saying? He might be a little bit too big. That that would be the other thing I would think that I would do but for the most part, you have um, you have uh, this is not a sequel. I mean, this is not a, a remake. Um, they're actually going to have uh, The Rock not playing Jack Burton. So The Rock is somebody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they're saying it's going to be more like a sequel. You know, so that's what that's where it's kind of going from where from what it looks like. I didn't know. I, I'm just finding that out now. But similar to Blade Runner, then, huh? Similar to having the um that Blade Runner sequel. I guess so. I, I I didn't I didn't see I didn't finish the first Blade Runner and I didn't see the second one. But okay. I, I mean, that's how it's going to be. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, but I mean, I guess, you know, that kind of changes the argument a little bit. 
But I, I feel like The Rock is funny. You know I'm saying I feel I don't feel like The Rock is just when he gets on the screen because I mean he's in so many movies because he he's a draw. He brings in he brings in tickets. He brings in money for tickets. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's a whack actor and nobody wants to see The Rock, but everybody is putting The Rock in these movies that nobody wants to see. Actually, they'll put in Rock in movies that nobody wants to see, but yet The Rock is making people want to see the movies. So I, you got to give, you know what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't be seen as much if he was such a bad and terrible actor or not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like he actually is a box office draw. I mean, even when uh, Fast and the Furious was kind of going dwindling, dwindling a little bit, as soon as they were dwindling, guess what they did? They put the rock in it, and guess what? It went back up again. Now there's not now they're not even using the cast for uh, uh, Fast and the Furious. This this is how big the rock is. They're making a Fast and the Furious uh, side-stepping uh, side movie and with starring The Rock. You know what I'm saying? And, Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shaw. It, but that's the thing. If, if Rock was such a bad actor, we wouldn't get a Hobbs and Shaw. You know what I'm saying? So him playing, I mean, I understand like he's not playing uh, Kurt Russell's character, but if he were to play Kurt, Kurt Russell's character, you can't say he's not humorous. You know what I'm saying? He's very humorous. He's been humorous since wrestling. You know what I'm saying? That's what got him in Hollywood is 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 him being just funny. You know what I mean? And and uh and interacting with the audience. You know what I mean? That's that's his gift. His interactions with the people and drawing the people in, as we can see when he when the people are paying money to see his movies. So him playing Jack Burton, I think it would have been funny. Um it, Jack Burton would have been a little bit more harder than the the regular Jack Burton, because at first Jack Burton would have been more or less like what like he like he's tough but he's not really that tough like he'll get his ass kicked you know what i'm saying but the rock mm-hmm. he'll be everybody's ass but at the same time you're talking about like let's say if the rock is just just big for no reason okay he lifts weights he can he can brawl but you get somebody who knows martial arts fighting the rock who's skilled so we can still see the rock get beat up and nobody sells a fight like the rock rock is king of getting his ass kicked like he 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 looks he's one of those people that 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 looks great getting his ass kicked so he would do that in the movie with people who having powers people with martial arts so it this fits the rock to the t it has it has it has a, a comedy uh portion it has the rock getting his ass kicked by people who are super powered i mean all, all you need is a great script a great, a, a good script, a good director, and a good cast around the rock, and you got you a, a good big trouble in Little China. And before, and before I hand it back off, I want to say this: I know you said earlier that um, they shouldn't really do a remake because of you know uh, because you already have the original. Okay, I, I get that, but Big Trouble in Little China is lost in the shuffle. Like, how many people are talking about Big Trouble in Little China now? You know, before they added the rock's name to it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that we can talk about when we get a chance to it. Or if you going from going through your DVD collection, and I say, "Oh shoot, Big Trouble Little Channel, let's watch it." Or if it's on, you know, it happens to be on television. But a lot of these new millennials don't know anything about Big Trouble in Little China, and they have nobody to tell, you know, to teach them or draw them in. At least with this one, people will be like, "All right, let me look at the original and compare the original to this one." And people, and it, it, even if the original is better than this version, this will make the millennials look at the original and decide for themselves. 
Well, the only way to, um, I guess if, you, if, if that's what you're saying, I would say the best way for them to find out is to just watch the movie the first time. I mean, Big Trouble in Little China is out there. But so you can actually go watch it. Uh, yeah, some people just need to go ahead and do the legwork, <laughs> educate themselves, and just go ahead and rent it or get it sent via Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> but you, there's access. This is the information age. If you don't know about it, find out about it. But you don't even movie. have to mm-hmm, remake a movie. Now, the thing about remakes is um, some things, some movies are just too iconic to even touch. But people still feel like they need to touch it because they don't have any other ideas. And that's my biggest problem. We live in a time where, oh, let's remake this because we got the technology. Technology will only get you so far. You still ultimately have to know how to write. And a lot of these people now just don't know how to write. Mm. So you end up with this half-assed story it don't mean shit and then they try to put these actors in oh this person's bankable that person's bankable then they put them in and it's it's garbage hot garbage mm-hmm. and that's the problem it's like I don't even know if it's the quality of acting in school or whatnot. And, and it would be, I, I, I don't know it's, it's, it's weird because um, acting used to be a very serious thing like it's more than just going up and standing in front of a camera and just saying some lines there's nuances to it and the way things are nowadays it's like oh let's just put this person in and yeah it's going to be great but there's these subtle nuances and the ad-libs that certain actors bring to the table that make those characters memorable that's what I'm saying and you don't see that in a lot of movies nowadays. So, like, look at The Shiny. Mm-hmm. Remember they remade The Shiny? Yeah, but wasn't it like, it, it, it wasn't, it was like on TV, though, right? It, yeah, it was nowhere near the Jack Nicholson version. I mean, of course. And I even mean, with um, even, even with um, It. And It was on the television, remember? Right. That was on TV. But... But this it that is better version than the of Pennywise. Now, I didn't like the ending of the original It. Right. But everything pre- prior to the actual ending, I was sold on because it was actually scary, and I enjoyed that version of the current that that version of Pennywise. This new version of Pennywise, eh? Whoa! Are you hating on this version of of this current eh, issue? Oh! Eh, <laughs> Are you serious? Yo! I'll take another look at it. No, you should. I'll take, it. I'll, I'll it was scarier. It was scarier. The second part is going to be better because you know the first part of it was whack anyway. We're gonna get into that. I'm gonna say, I'll be bad. I, what? What? I can't believe you! I can't believe you! Yo. I can't we're, believe. We're, We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But and, and, and basically what I'm saying is certain actors bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of them that they don't do it now. And I don't know quite, I, I know it's nuanced, but I just it's, just, it's just certain things like Jack Nicholson's version 
I'm mean, not Jack Nicholson. Hey, uh, Jack Nicholson's version of uh, of The Shining is one thing. And you look at, say, um, Big Trouble in Little China, Jack Burton's character. That was Kurt Russell all day. That that's that that was perfect. And and everybody else's part, hands down, everybody nailed it. There was not a bad part of that movie. I mean, it, it was flowed. it was a little cheesy. I mean, that that's what made it fun. Yeah, it was cheesy for yeah, it, and it was a it, fun movie. Yeah, it didn't take itself seriously. I mean, like like uh, the dude who did Thor. Let's say he directed it. He wrote and directed it. The last Thor, Ragnarok. I that wasn't like, that great. Oh. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, put it this way: of of of, of the of the set of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor was the worst series. The first one, the first, the first Thor movie. movie, was boring. The second yeah. one was just trash, and the third one that was the best out of the. Three. It was good. So you can't pretty good. So you 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 can't compare the Thor. Uh, no, no, you can't compare Thor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he only did the Thor Ragnarok was okay. It was great. It, it was good. It, the the, the director, yeah. it was good. I, I will say this though, like because you called out, you you called out um the Shining, but I I, I would I would say this. You got spot Superman, who they re- remade, and we we both can agree that the, the Man of Steel is better than the original. I mean, us watching. Hell no, 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 no. I never said that. Wait, wait, wait talking about you enjoy Christopher, you, Chris, Christopher you enjoy Reeves Christopher version of Superman. The tree? Cause we ain't talking Superman about Superman two. No, no, Superman no, 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 no. We talk about the first Superman. No, don't get it twisted. So you try to throw in that Superman two in there. We don't have a Superman two yet. That's current. We talking about whoa, 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 whoa. Um, Superman. No, 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 no. We're we're just talking about Superman in terms of the quality of the character, correct? No, I'm talking about the remake. Right, that's what I'm talking about. No, like, like this, this is what this is what you have to understand. Mm. We're trying to compare apples to apples, not apples to oranges. Well, Man I'm, of Steel. I'm just, just bringing. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Apples to apples. Man of Steel had the three the, the criminals from Krypton, correct? They were in the first one. They were just behind the glass. No, no, they weren't <laughs> in the first one. I thought they were behind. They the weren't game. even. No, no, no. They weren't introduced in the first one. Oh, okay. And it, the, that, at the that, end? that was that was just that was that was just regular old Christopher Reeve Superman just trying to save the city from Lex Luthor, and they ultimately it, goes to prison. Uh, no, sure. super, a no, Superman two. Superman two had the three criminals from Krypton. Oh well, okay. I mean, regardless of the fact. So, so yeah, we're comparing <laughs> Superman two. To Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you that Superman 2, Christopher Reeve, and the with the three criminals from Krypton, to me was way better than Man of Steel. Now, now, now you're and doing that You're comparing a, and, and a remake to I'm comparing two. the three. I, I know. No, you, see, you 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 look you're looking at the titles and saying apples and oranges. I'm talking about the content. Um, we're comparing um, Ursa to Feora and the two big characters um, in both movies, Nan, and then you're comparing the two Zods. I did like Man of Steel. What I'm saying is 
the Christopher Reeve version. That was thoroughly enjoyable. I, I really like that movie. I think Christopher Reeve as a Superman is still better than the current one that we have. Hands down, that's just a better Superman. I mean, it was the first. I, I get that. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel you because they had Zod in the film, but I'm going to, you're right, I'm going off the origin of Superman versus the origin of Superman. You know, that's how we got a chance to really learn who Superman was. We've seen Superman really use his powers. Now, is it, you know, is it uh, my fault that the first Superman gave uh, uh, Superman or Christopher Reeves no type of uh, uh, villains other than, I, I, I think, just um, Lex Luthor? But it was like the silly version or whatever. You know, I it, it, they didn't have any villains. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, I guess uh, Superman versus the world where I guess things were happening. Lois Lane got killed and he flew outside of the Earth and he spun the Earth backwards. <laughs> you know? That was so, crazy. So, but, but, but my point is, and also not, not even harbor on the Superman, you had Spider-Man and Batman. Mm-hmm. All, all had remakes. You know what I'm saying? And nobody's really complaining. At first, they were kind of you know, like this is the third Spider-Man remake, but nobody's complaining anymore. Long as it's done good, you know what I'm saying, and written well and directed well, nobody complains. Batman, you know, well, Michael. Keaton, well, uh, hold on now. Since 1989, okay. Batman hadn't been good. Huh? <laughs> wait, wait, what now? Bat, Bat, Batman hasn't been that good since 1989. Also, you're saying the, the uh, hasn't been ben good. Like it's Batman. Yeah. Look at, uh, okay, right. oh, Val, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Okay, we can scrap that and we already know. Okay, then we look at um, Christian Bale. Horrendous. The only thing that saved those movies were the villains. Everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Is he? What kind of shit was that? <laughs> so, Ben Affleck as Batman. He's not even convincing. I will venture to say... Um, once um, Robert Downey Jr. retires from Iron Man, he needs to just go ahead and become Bruce Wayne and Batman because there's nobody else that's like really good right now that does it, and nobody has been able to do it well since uh, Michael Keaton. Listen, listen, Michael Keaton. Yes, he's the best Bruce Wayne. Is he the best Batman? And the best no. Batman. Nah, he's he's yeah, the best yes. Bruce Wayne because you know when you say the best Batman, you got to talk about the the action. You know what I'm saying? And we both know stiff neck Batman wasn't the shit. You know what I'm saying? Or isn't the shit. So, so no, nah, I don't think not. Bruce Bruce Wayne, yeah, Michael Keaton. He's fluent. He's weird because you're talking about somebody, a kid that suffered trauma um, from watching his parents die. So he's not going to be just, oh, I'm just some rich, you know, playboy. He's going to be more or less like a little weirdo. You know what I'm saying? A little, little different. You know what I'm saying? But he has money, so people kind of like ignore that. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, I, I give you that. But the best Batman, the character of Batman, uh, you got you got you got to argue Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck would, is Batman or would have been Batman after Robin would have died. You know what I'm saying? Like not giving a fuck about shit. You know he, he was trashing like that was the best thing about Batman versus Superman was Batman. But I, I don't want to get too far ahead. But I, I do want to say you had those remakes. Spider-Man, but nobody was really complaining. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you might feel that, you know, the Michael Keaton Batman is the best Batman. Cool. I'm, I'm not gonna argue that. But you're not, you're not gonna be like, well, 
the remakes were just terrible. You know what I'm saying? You're not upset that there were more Batman, were you? Um, yes, I was, because they were bad. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Um, there's nothing wrong with recreate, like not recreate, but um, making a a Batman movie to tell a another story. I mean, is is I'm saying is if you're remaking a movie from like a, a, a genuine remake, like you're telling the origin story all over again, sometimes you just shouldn't, shouldn't touch anything. Or if you're trying to improve upon something to make it better, go ahead and make it better. But for whatever reason, that's not a, not happening too often. It's just not. Like, I, I still, like, and not let's and let's let's look at um uh, let me see let me, okay let's take um Spider Man for instance the Andrew Garfield version of Spider Man mm-hmm. that wasn't really good he was better than what I mean, you call it Tobey Maguire Tobey Maguire he was better mm-hmm. than Tobey Maguire whoa. Garfield, mm. Peter Parker. Uh, told people, oh, wow, we Mary Jane. No, come on, man. Like, that joke was lame. That joke was lame, man. He shouldn't even touch that Spider Man suit. Not, not Toby Maguire. However, they made Toby. The reason why I, I'll put it like this if Toby Maguire picked that character that to act out, that wasn't Peter Parker at all. Peter Parker was smart. Yeah, he was a nerd, but he was witty. He was actually funny. Toby Maguire asked for permission. He asked for permission to be Spider-Man. He asked for permission to take out uh, Mary Jane. That nigga always had to ask for permission. He never really stood up for himself. Garfield was, to me, so far, the best Spider-Man. You know, like, like this new Spider-Man is good. I, I have to see more of him. But for some reason, Garfield, he was funny. He actually was Spider-Man to me. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he interacted well with with the women around him, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't asking for permission, you know? That's the other thing I felt too. I was like, man, and that goes back to the whole Joker thing. I felt like Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker never would've got no Mary Jane, would, never would've had a Mary Jane. I, and a lot of people don't like uh, Spider-Man 3. Only reason why I like Spider-Man 3 was the fact that it was a little bit of, uh, of the real Peter Parker, even though he was over the top, but he had confidence. Which, if he was Spider-Man, he would have confidence. Tommy Maguire didn't have confidence at all when I watched it. So, you know, I, I, I couldn't wait for another remake. I was, I, I think I threw a parade when he did a remake. I mean, he was awkward and bullied, so he wasn't going to come off as confident for a while. It took some years before Spider-Man became, you know, confident or whatnot. That took Tommy time. Maguire never got confident. <laughs> um, but also... I never have a problem with whoever plays Spider-Man. Those were okay. It okay. was the supporting cast that I had an issue with, like Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. That was like terrible. No. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just see, seeing that interaction just screwed everything up for the rest of the movie because it's like, what you fighting over? You ain't fighting over nothing. So that <laughs> kind of stuff just pissed me off. And then you get to she always be a vampire to me. Yeah, then you get to the Andrew Garfield version. I didn't care too much for 
the their version on of uh Electra was okay. You know, um, wait, you don't like Good no, Stacy? Oh, okay. okay. I like Good Stacy, but it was their version interpretation of um Green Goblin. Didn't care for that particular character. Okay. Um, I, I, I and and Jamie Foxx says Electro. Yeah, that was decent. It was, it was all right. I, I didn't I, like the original. I didn't like, like when he was not the, yeah, like before he was Electro. I didn't like that version. Like when he was just some nerd guy that was having birthday cakes yeah. to himself. Like that was a little stupid to me. Yeah, but they they I didn't like um, Lizard in the first Andrew Garfield version. And since then, okay, was, I would I would agree. The first Spider Man had better villains than the second Spider Man. And I I, I like um, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Yeah, and uh, yeah. their their take on and don't forget uh, the Doctor Octopus. Octopus. Yeah. yeah, those are two <laughs> great villains. So, but then you get to Spider Man Three, and. Uh, James Franco as Green yeah. Goblin sucked, and so did Venom. Yeah, but Sandman, yeah. I was cool with. I like Sandman. I was a movie. I did like Sandman. Character. Yeah, he, he was, was a good. great character. But it, it, it's just one of those potluck sort of things. You just having the greedy in there that you really don't like. So, like, so I don't know. Somebody putting giblets in my gravy. And I don't like giblets, <laughs> but I love gravy. <laughs> so, so it's one of those things. Did, do you feel better yeah. about uh, Big Trouble in Little China that is more so a sequel? Yeah. Or do you feel like they shouldn't touch it, period? I like the fact that it's a sequel, but if The Rock is Jack Burton, then that's going to be kind of, uh-uh. That, that, that's just going to be, uh-uh. I don't, I don't like that idea. Um, if if because you, you can't you can't you can't make him another trucker. It's like that's, that's like put it this way. It's like what they're doing with Star Wars. It's the same thing. You you you're trying to change up the role and put somebody else in that role just to continue the movie. Oh, you talking about the work. sequel? Are you talking about the yeah, sequel? You just, Oh, you're talking yeah, about the sequels. You, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Sequels, yeah okay. You, you need to just go ahead and change up the story. Yeah. And do something different and do something fresh. Problem is, a lot of these writers just don't know what they're doing. They're just like, I don't know, some pie in the sky. Idea. I don't know what they're thinking, but they're just writing a lot of shit that just doesn't make sense and then throwing people into these roles or some people decide, oh, like a, a, a Jared Leto, oh, I want to do it, and they can't do it for shit. And, and then yeah, you get, as as you got a girlfriend. And then you, you get you get uh, just just poor quality work. I mean, that's why a lot of these movies that are coming out now won't stand the test of time. Like once they fade, that's it. People aren't going to really watch it anymore. Like you can pull out a Big Trouble in Little China and still watch it, and it'll still be good as if it came out back in the 80s. There's a lot of movies now that's, I mean, you have these classics that actually work because they were so good. You can still pull out the original Star Wars films, even though I disagree with how they try to add those new, um, put the technology to it since it came out and try to make it a little bit better. It, I think that fell flat 
because uh, that that I, I, that didn't work. I know you didn't want to see Jabba the Hutt as a man, did you? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you, in the original they had Jabba the Hutt as a dude, and then like they had to like digitally digitally impose him in there once they you know like enhance the technology. Is that what you're talking about? Enhancing the technology? Yeah, but he was just. Well, you never, yeah, you never did get to see him until he returned to Jedi when he was that big, giant, slug-looking frog thing um, on that slab that he had to... Yeah, I thought, I thought he, got, he was a guy with a, with a whatchamacallit on. He had, like, a, a robe. You know, they, they must have took him out. Because I remember they did, like, the, the background of it. They said the job it up was a guy in a robe. <laughs> I guess that was the original. But then they oh, changed okay. it to something else. Gotcha, and gotcha. during the because uh, they did show it in like one of those in between scenes and they had him talking to uh, Han Solo and he was slithering along next to him right but, but he was he yeah, was, yeah he was, was a lot smaller than yeah yeah so yeah he was a lot smaller but because of Return yeah, of the Jedi he's already mm-hmm. been established as this big blob of a creature so right so I guess that's okay. yeah was what it was but yeah i don't i don't um it's it, it, it has to be done right it has to be written well and it's not it's, it's not had been really happening as much as i think it could be and i don't okay. think there's a lot of original and that's the other thing there's not a lot of originality in movies lately so it's one of those things where um nothing's fresh oh it's always this remake or rehash or something that already exists. Uh, especially for me to go to movie now, movies nowadays because we breaking up. Look, original. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're not doing anything original. It's just like, oh, let's do our take on this. Let's do our take on that. And I'm like, uh, right. can you just sit down and come up with an idea that's completely different and take a chance on that? But they won't do that. <laughs> so that that that's. I think my biggest issue with remakes or gotcha. uh, continuations. It's like you just and, and doing that. And hello? Okay. Are you there? Yeah. Solid. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well and this and for those for those who don't yeah, know that we're talking yeah. about Big Trouble in Little China. Um, that was uh, created or released in 1986, starring Kurt Russell and uh, Kate uh, Cattrall. Um, so yeah, so that's that's our take on on uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Anything else you wanted to add about the remake of Big Trouble in Little China? Um, that's pretty much it. As long as they uh, do it some justice and and not become predictable. Um. I mean, just I would say, just not, just leave the movie alone. <laughs> let it, let it, let it be what so, it was, and try to come up with a new movie yeah, altogether. Yeah, but I, I feel like this is a way for people new. not to forget Big Trouble in Little China. Because the only time I, only time I, they I feel like this, they, uh, it's the only time I hear a, a side, the only time I hear about Big Trouble in Little China is when me and you talk about it. I don't hear it anywhere else. Well. <laughs> It's just one of those things. Most people don't hear about probably Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but they can remake that. They can remake buffs. that. 
No, uh, no, no, that, no, no, you can't remake that. That's a period. Did they go through time? Were they going Matter through fact, time? Matter it. <laughs> yeah, they went through time. They went through time, but it's 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 uh-uh. it's a period piece. You can, you can't you can't even remake that because you'd have to recreate the whole saying at the end about the uh, um, Abraham's Abraham Lincoln's. Uh, part where he says uh be excellent to each other and party on dudes you really can't remake that part that's too um confined to that particular time period so yeah you'd have to revamp that and that that goes back to the problem that i'm saying you'd have to change it up and make it something that it's not and certain things need to stay in that particular time like I don't think there was a remake of Casablanca. No, nah, I mean, who, who wants to who wants to see Casablanca though? Other than our our great great grandparents. Well, it's still a, but but it's still an iconic movie. And then think about it this way: movie buffs, they enjoy movies. Well, you know, they 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 love movies. So sometimes there's just certain movies that. You're gonna enjoy it, and it's confined to a particular time period, and it needs to stay okay. there for that reason. And it's and it is a piece of history. It's like a time capsule. And trying to remake that, like even trying to do Ghostbusters, it doesn't. It didn't even translate I, well. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I think that's a problem. I mean, and if, if it was to, written well try, and had a good director it, behind it, I mean, I don't think we would be, you know, bashing. That's why they're making a part three. You know, so. Yeah, they should leave that alone. Uh, I mean, is it yeah, going to be a the, part three, the, or is it just going to be a? Uh, oh, you mean they're going to scrap the one? Yeah, because they, they're pissed off. They're pissed off about that. Another. The actors, uh, they were talking about it, but yeah, they, they actually they're actually using the same cast for part three. Well, the ones that's alive. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as they do it justice. Uh, yeah, and it's the original cast. I know you were talking yeah. about period pieces. And um, so it's one period piece I did want to talk about that you did bring up. You said that you felt that 1990s, 1970s, excuse me, horror, horror was better, well, the best uh, era. And, you know, and, and let's take a look at, you know, what came out in the 70s. You had The Exorcist, uh, actually probably one of the scariest mm-hmm. movies Ever, I mean, a lot of Ever. people weren't going to church around that time, and the exorcist actually scared people back in the churches. You know what I mean? Like, true story. And you had to, yeah, it's still that movie, still yeah, scares yeah, people. yeah. And Period. Then, and that's it's like 1973. Scared. You had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974, a classic. Um, Halloween mm-hmm. 1978, uh, Jaws mm-hmm. 1975. The Omen, 1976. The Omen. And uh, and mm-hmm. uh, The Wicker Man. I, have you seen The Wicker Man? What about... Uh, that one I probably see. I just don't remember. It was it. strange. It was, it was um, actually pretty good in 1973. I mean, you had Alien. What year? Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Yeah, Carrie. That was... What year was that? I mean, oh, I, I, I think that was um, yeah, the Amity um, Bill Horror that was um, seventy nine. Okay. So 
1979. And then you had remnants of the 70s, like with that first Evil Dead movie. Uh, the original Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, did you yeah, see that one? I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the original Evil Dead. Yeah, Alice B. Um, that was God dang, you you might be. I don't know if I'm gonna argue with you on this one, man. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the original um, Evil Dead was um, with Bruce Campbell. That was like 1983, I believe. 80. No, 81. That's the original one. So that's a remnant of the 70s. And the reason why I say those were far superior because. The technology was limited, so we had to rely on a lot of suspense and a lot of things that you couldn't see. So the writing had to be top notch, right? Because you're trying to scare people without anything to see, right? So you had to really get inside the head. Yes. Okay. All right, I gotta gotta oh, go. Okay. Gotta go. Gotta uh, go. That's what's up, man. I'm glad to have yeah, you aboard, Sai. And uh, we're gonna finish this up. All and right. I, I have no arguments for you for the 1970s. <laughs> All right, but we'll 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 get back to that. Okay, could, could could you possibly do yeah, your we'll uh, Gmail real quick? Email real quick before you go. Um, Soraka ninety nine studios at gmail and Instagram at Soraka ninety nine studios. Dope. I appreciate it because we're gonna we're gonna have it out another time. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Later. Later.